well, it is what it is. I like your seer sucker shirt too, by the way. Oh, thanks. Do you oh, you change shirts? What happened to the flowers? Oh man, thanks. <laughs> that was great. We need to start every episode with just like a chest hair check. Uh, we really don't <laughs> need to do that. We could have like a scale for these, uh, these like a. Uh, episodes like the unbuttons like how many buttons should be undone for the episode like is it a one yeah. two or three button yeah uh, yeah is, do you, is it by stress level is that what you do how you do the buttons um and do you ever get enough to where it's just your belly button like all the way down but like one, or it's one just under up to your belly button like it's yeah. buttoned all the way up to the top and then you start unbuttoning from the bottom up at the belly that's yeah that would be a look Mm-hmm. What if, I, yeah, and if I had that and I had like a sheer dress on over it? <laughs> I think that'd be nice. <laughs> I bet you would. <laughs> Without too context, much of, that's too much of an insult. Really strange. <laughs> so here, I, here's a question for you guys What's your average like lunch on a weekday? Mm. Do you guys like buy enough stuff that you can then just make a lunch or do you have to? So we do Chick fil A Tuesday. Um, and that's just because I think my wife's taking our kid to like the library or something and there's a Chick-fil-A on the way back. So we do that every Tuesday. And then lately we've, I like to do like fajitas for lunch just because it's like, I'm, I'm trying to like cut calories right now. So like we just, we're cooking some sheet pan fajitas last for a few days. Just make a quick little fajita bowl. Um, so you, you make them in, a, in advance and then you just warm them up. Yeah. I mean, it's not like meal prepping, you know, like we don't do it that seriously. We just try to make like a very, like a, a lunch that we can have for like two or three days. And then we have Chick-fil-A and then, yeah. And then one day is kind of just every man for himself or woman or child, everybody for themselves. <laughs> Mike is in there whipping up an omelet. <laughs> yeah. My yeah he just kind of eats whatever. Funny. Yeah. We just try to, I don't know. We just try to like make bulk something or, you know, we have leftovers one day for lunch or something like that. It's always hard. If we don't, I don't know. We haven't been doing a good job of, of grocery shopping lately. Yeah. We, so. we haven't either. That's my whole problem. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ariel? I like making like a lunch. I, I'll often have leftovers for lunch from dinner the night before, but I do yeah. like making lunch. There's something really nice about as somebody who like normally cooks the food for everyone in the house and lunch is like the, the meal of the day that is just for me. Yeah. And I can do like whatever kind of weird playing around yeah. in the kitchen especially that I you want. because like your family is like i don't eat this and i don't eat this and you yeah. have to like cater to all of you them. do have a tough yeah you got you got a lot of different things going on with the family there yeah at least i think you do is it it's you got one I've got a vegetarian i've got somebody vegetarian. who doesn't like eggs which Jeez, is what a, you know why not but yeah i don't know it's just fun like i made i'll make some like weird fried rice recipe or something it's just not even a recipe just like Throwing stuff in a pan with vegetables and um, I, I don't know, just doing whatever I want, which is kind of fun. So yeah. I used to be like big on making a lunch. Like I had all these sort of go-to staples for lunch. And the past several years, not only have I like not done that, I've relied on leftovers. And then now I've gotten bad about like cooking dinners, and so I don't have leftovers. So I don't know. I end up eating nothing or like. Yesterday, I ate like a jar of olives <laughs> or uh, <laughs> like, um, I think today we have like three pieces of leftover asparagus and some, you know, stinky gorgonzola cheese. Like, I don't know. It's wow, just going to be very, very random. That's but yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. feeling like I'm feeling like I need to really get back on my game because I used to do little, you know, 
fresh vegetable stir fries or, mm-hmm. you know, a cool little Korean sandwich or, I don't know. Maybe that's something we could all aspire to together. I feel like when you work from home, yeah. there's something really nice too about stepping away from your computer and, you know, wherever you you have it set up and just like, I, I'll even try to not listen to a podcast or have any music on or anything when I'm cooking lunch. It's just like, I just want to have it quiet and just, just have this like moment, this peaceful moment to myself. (laughs) It sounds like my day must be so stressful. It's not really. But um, if I, you know, have this, this lunchtime sanctuary, I don't know. It's weird. Just a moment where you can get away from us and not have to listen to our nonsense. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. it's, It's fair. That's fair. And I think that's actually my hardest thing is like, it's very hard for me to step away from my computer. Mm-hmm. Like even, I'm not even saying that in some, I'm always working kind of way, but in a way I'm always working, there's always stuff in my mind. And so even like when I need to take a shower, this happens all the time where like we have a meeting at 11 o'clock. And so I know I need to shower before then. So I'll like start making my way to the shower at like 10, 15, but then I'm like working and I'm going through my emails and then I'll stand there at the bathroom counter and like work, work, work. And then it's like, 10.53 and I'm like, oh, I can't delay anymore. And I just jump in the shower and then I am late to the meeting by a minute. Yeah, it's hard for me to like actually say I'm going to stop working intentionally now for 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's a problem. I should go to therapy for that. Probably. Yeah, I'll go with you. We can go together. I do the same thing. I just like can't turn my brain off. But Well, I am the team yeah. therapist, so we can just set up oh, a meeting right. on the calendar right. for the both of you, okay? Could be like, yeah, I mean, do we want to have it a, a joint session or is this like, is this, are we going to do separate <laughs> like ones? A couple's, <laughs> like a, we could probably <laughs> yeah. use like a couple's therapy and then, and then a, yeah, and then an individual session after And that. then I'll we get all the real dirt. Yeah, and the, the, the question on that is, do we do our independent sessions beforehand? Or do we oh. have our joint session first and then we break out? And- oh, I think you do your independent sessions afterwards because the, yeah. you're going to have some feelings that you, feelings that are you brought up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you hear what Bobby said about that? Or I Bobby could do an way. Bobby could do an hour with you. I could do an hour with you. Then we could do an hour together, and then I could do an hour with you, and then Bobby could do an hour with you to, to debrief. Yeah, that, that will just like, be like my Thursdays next, from now next, on. Yeah, next Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm going to record it all. And whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> a new podcast for the company. Good. Yeah. We've been looking for a new content. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> God, that would be a, that would be a podcast. That actually might be really popular. I don't know. <laughs> Fortunately. <laughs> like just hearing how much like I let therapy loose. session. Oh. There all actually, right. there have been some of those um, that I've only kind of gotten into. It's still a little creepy, but like, I think Esther Perel had one where like the people consented to having their therapy sessions recorded so it's like couples therapy I'd listen to that. and it is interesting and i i just i don't think it's a bad thing but i cannot imagine how it could not affect the way you talk if you know you're being recorded like you can never truly experience that unless you're snooping in which is why i think that's what we should do we should just be like tapping these rooms and secretly yeah. listening in that's how we can really learn something. yeah we could definitely do that do you think your therapist needs therapy after they talk to you yeah and maybe like isn't generally? that do you think therapists have better therapists than the average yeah, like, person? How did how did they process all of that stuff? Like if they're taking mm-hmm. all of that, you know, whatever. I don't know if this people. is how it is everywhere, and I, I'm guessing it's not because some therapists are standalone. But like when I would go to sessions, there was one of the other therapists. They like would talk, so like I consented at the beginning to let 
my therapist talk to another therapist. Mm-hmm. Partly, probably just like counsel for how she could counsel me. But She's I'm like, sure how do I deal also, with this? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> she ended up needing to like um, call in several other specialists too. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if Ariel, I don't know if you have the artillery power. To oh, I this. could do it. I could do it. She helped yeah. me. I don't even remember what was what we talked about. What was that? The trauma we has been about. so healed that mm-hmm. you don't even you don't even remember it's there anymore. Yeah, I don't it's not even scabbed over. Scabs gone. Scabbed I'm out. running into a problem where I think that my memory is just actually going away because, like, we've talked about. I mean, we talked about this yesterday. As soon as we record these these episodes, I don't remember them anymore, and like, I just I don't know what that is. Just that goes makes away. Makes me into feel the bad. Yeah, I don't like the. Like it kind of hurts. The, yeah, it's not personal though. It's I think it's more of a brain problem for me. I don't think it's a. I don't know. I don't think I have. I think my 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 hard drive or my storage is full. And I think it's just starting to delete stuff. If you could, (laughs) if you could remove some, like some memories, some like category of stuff. Yeah. If you you use like your disk utility tool to load up some section of your hard drive, what what would you you get rid of? Every parent teacher conference that I ever did when I was a teacher. Those are just, you don't feel like you grew from those. You don't feel like you grew in your patience. No, 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 because, oh man, some parents are so, so dumb. Just say it. Just say it. (laughs) Yeah, they're just so, I don't know. It's like, no, it was always hard because it was like, especially with high school kids, it's like you're dealing with a situation where the kids, get smart enough to kind of manipulate their parents a little bit. So like they'll do something in class, they get in trouble for it. And then the parent comes in with the the story that the kid told them and they just believe the kid outright. And it's just like, it's like, no, your son actually did do that. That like, I would, I don't want to be here. Do you think that I wanted to do this? Like, I didn't want to be in this meeting with you. So like, I'm calling this meeting for a reason or, you know, sometimes they want to talk to you because it's like their kid, I don't know. The kid always made up stuff. That's the, the problem you run into with high school kids is like, they just, they, they kind of lie a lot. Mm-hmm. They kind of, they do. And it's, it's not, I mean, even the really good ones still like, they still did it too. And it was just cause they don't want to get in trouble or their brain's not fully formed. I don't know what it is, but that was, I hate. And sometimes it's just so hard to get through to parents. Errol, did you lie to your parents in high school? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I think I did too. I don't know like, why. I remember, no, not the majority. My mom, I would lie to my mom. Sorry, mom, if you're listening, I would lie to her more than she I'd lie listen. to my dad. I got an I angry text does. message one time. But I'd lie to my dad. I wouldn't lie to my dad because he didn't care what I did. <laughs> I actually think I did more in junior high. I was I was a lot more afraid of getting in trouble. I think that's a big part of it, especially like mm-hmm. maybe junior high. I think I just didn't want to get in trouble. So I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want people to yell at me. Um, but then I, high school, I think I really don't think I did much as I was like 16 and up. Like, I, I don't think that there was really a reason to, I don't know. I was in band. I didn't really do. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You're a nerd, <laughs> was it, right? I, I mean, cool? kind of, it's like you go and you, the, what's the worst thing that band kids do? We might've like wrapped a house, like toilet paper to house. Like stories. actually, I don't know. I've heard some like stories, like band camp stories that were pretty like the band and drama <sighs> departments were a little you know, more wild than most people thought. I think drama is actually way more wild. Those kids got into trouble a lot more than band kids. Cause like band kids, a lot of times you get like, I don't know. They're just, they really enjoy being, Oh no, drama is probably the same. I don't isn't know, there the, like the a lot of teacher. Isn't there like a lot of blowing in band? I'm going to ignore that. Um, these are, these are teenagers that we're talking about. Um, the, uh, the drama teacher, 
at our high school that I taught at got fired uh, because they they went to dinner. Uh, the drama department it was like a two drama teachers. They went to dinner one night before a play. I guess they had six doubles of whiskey before each before they went to the play. Jeez. It was like parents oh <laughs> yeah. <my God. laughs> got completely that's, that's, loaded. That's 12 uh, to 24 ounces yeah, of alcohol. It is. It was an <laughs> unbelievable. Like when they, when the administration told us the story, we were like six doubles. <laughs> like that is so oh much alcohol. No, no, that would be, it's a ton of alcohol. And be, then they, wow. they, so they searched um, the main guy's desk and it was just loaded with alcohol. Like he just had tons of stuff in there. And so it was just, we had two fired. girls in high school who were, you know, a little trouble. And one day we were in first period science, biology, I think. And they are just like sitting in the back of the room. It's like nine o'clock in the morning. And they're just like giggling and just, uh, and like acting really weird. And um, so eventually I think they get called out and they're getting, you know, asked questions. And um, yeah, it turns out that they did that. Uh, popular high school trick of soaking a tampon in vodka. I was just yeah. wondering if that's what you were going to say. Yeah. Is, yeah. Which is, I forgot that that was a trend for a while. Oh. <laughs> that is a crazy thing to do. It's a crazy thing to do. <laughs> it's just, but that's high school kids, man. They just don't use their brain. It's like they, they, the frontal lobe, that's a real, it's a real issue for them. The yeah. first time I remember hearing about that was on a law and order SVU episode oh. <laughs> with like ice tea so, talking about it good i'm pretty Lord. sure that was it and it was like here something about <sighs> ice tea talking about soaking tampons in vodka <laughs> god that is just a way too much thing well i don't <laughs> think that's do a questionable it. decision today but maybe no maybe, no maybe I, one day i will no. i will bring us to our questionable decision today and because this one it's I want to talk about it from two different perspectives. And so we'll start one at a time. You guys are on TikTok. I'm on TikTok. I don't post anything on TikTok, but I watch TikToks. I don't actually watch TikTok. I used to. I, no, I don't really anymore, but I understand it. Okay. Well, what I'm, uh, you know, you're when you're on TikTok and, you know, you kind of fall in these like little holes on TikTok with what you're interested in. And the other day, something popped up with like, side hustle ideas and they and then i started watching them and fell down this rabbit hole of like this side hustle pays you a million dollars in three hours in passive income you know that's like quite hyperbolic yeah. but you know you've you know about the kind of content i'm talking about so i wanted to show you guys some of these and and so the questionable decision is like i said there's two sides to it the first side is as the consumer the consumer of content on TikTok. Is it a questionable decision to watch these over-exaggerated videos that talk about here's how you can make money and then, you know, pursue it without much thought? And then the other side is, is it a questionable decision as the content creator to create content that really glosses over the reality and, this, you know, the, the amount of effort that it takes to start these side hustles. So keep that in mind while I show you one of these. Okay. All right. I just want to say I do not like this guy already. 
So right. a million dollar side hustle that's so easy a five year old could do it. It can be started with no money, no LLC, and no website. You're gonna wanna hear me yeah, out. I'm talking about starting a print on demand brand. <laughs> that already holds the inventory and then prints it out. Who is he talking to? There's this company called Printful that does He's it on a all podcast. for you. They have all we the got a podcast. He's got imagine. a podcast. They have every type of shirt. They have every type of hat. They got coffee mugs. I like they have that it he's so just... What you do is you make clothing I feel like he's designs just, around trending topics. Memes, I don't think he's talking to anybody, but he wants it to look like he is. All you can do is list them on Wish.com, which directly Printful? integrates It's not Printful. It's Printful. You can also use other third-party marketplaces that have all the customers. Separate websites, And when you make an order, Printful is going to print out and ship the product for you, and you have to do nothing it's never been, it's never been to get rich. Okay, that's Can you first off yeah, go to print, Printful? <laughs> I, I know Printful. I'm pretty sure that's the company he's talking about. Let's just see it's, if he's just straight up reading. He could just be reading some kind of. Yeah, he like read it on Reddit, and now he's going to make a. Mm-hmm. It's never been it, easier just, to get rich. Like so stupid. Printful. Yeah. <laughs> so so printful. he's an absolute <laughs> idiot who's never done this. He's no. never even logged into here. He no. read it on a forum and now he's on a podcast talking about it about that you're going to make millions of dollars poser easily so fast well do do you want me to comment on this particular side hustle or just wait for the just wait i'm going to i'm going to show you i'm going to show you another one here's a really easy side hustle and the best part is you don't have to spend anything to set it up and it'll create you passive income First, you want to go to Pinterest.com and create a business account. After you've created your free account, click on ads. Next, go ahead and find interests and keywords. Now in the search section, type in any product you want. I'm going to do t-shirts. Then look at the options that pop up and choose one that has a high monthly search. Then head over to Canva and make a simple design. Next, go ahead to Printful.com and create a free account. Look for a t-shirt in the catalog and put your design on it. Next, head over to Etsy and make a free account. Now in the Printful settings, connect your Etsy store. Now every time you get an order, Etsy will send that order to Printful, and Printful will ship out the product straight to the customer without you having to do anything. All you need to do is create a simple listing like this. If we multiply the number of sales with the price, This person has made over it's $3, got this calculator. $3 million dollars from $3 million. T-shirts. And like I said, this will oh be automated and passive income. If you want to okay, know so my this guy's handle is side Clay the Hustler. Clay the oh Hustler. Also, okay. he said an 11-year-old can do it, and you have to be 13 years old to sign up for uh, Pinterest. So, Well, and the I'm other guy, like him. I said, the other guy said you could be five and do yeah, it. Yeah, again, okay. that violates terms a, of conditions. Does Printful okay. have an affiliate program? Oh, I'm sure I'm they guessing do. that they do. That's what this Here, is. I, I, uh, let me let me show you one ahead. more. Okay, I'm gonna. This oh, is good. the last one. God, we're just so angry, so mad. I no, <laughs> so I'm angry too. Three hours in a stupid easy way, all from your computer. Well, let me show you. Computer. First, go to textbroker.com. I do want to listen to this. Wants I just to pay you for accent. every word you type. I like the accent. Go right here to the top where it says "I write content" and then go to payment. As you see, Textbroker wants to pay you four hundred and eighty-nine dollars. <laughs> For typing 8,900 words. That's a lot of words. As you see right here, the average speaker in the U.S. can speak about 150 words per minute. He just did the Google how. An hour for about 9,000 words. That's what makes it super easy. You don't even have to type the word yourself. Go to Google Docs and then go to Tools. And then you want to select Voice Typing. As you can see, it's typing out exactly what I'm saying right on the screen. So for a couple hours of work, you have over $900, nearly $1,000 even. So for that last hour, you're going to head to Grammarly.com and you're going to check all your work. If you want to know how to make five figures a month passively from home, 
Make sure you hit follow oh and see my profile. Gosh. Oh, man, oh. I hate this stuff. I, I'm surprised what, 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 you didn't say have ChatGPT write it for you. and then you, uh, you Well, I do have another one if we want to talk about um, uh, <laughs> What I love is what's AI so writing tools. Ab- abundantly clear here is that n- neither or none of the three of these people have ever done the no. thing that they're no. saying. They've, they, they botched particulars of it that show <laughs> they've never done it. But they get on and say the easiest way to make a thousand dollars. It's just so maddening. And I hope and and the one piece of solace I get is that they probably aren't that successful themselves. And that gives me a little bit of solace. I'm glad that they're not thriving. So who okay, so yeah. like I said, I want to talk about this from two different perspectives. Do you want to start with the creator side or the consumer side? Uh, My opinions I mean, are gonna be pretty <laughs> No, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, good. Uh, we can talk about the consumer side. I the problem is there's just a lot of desperate people. I mean, I've just I mean, we've mm-hmm. seen this all the time. Like there's just a lot of people that really need to make more money. And I think when people are desperate or they just aren't familiar with the online space, like they just this stuff sounds if it sounds easy, it sounds like they don't have to put any money up front, they're like, "Oh, this is a good opportunity." And I just yeah. think that people just kind of like, they sh- yes, they should think more and like use a little bit more like, oh, this sounds a little bit too good to be true. Mm-hmm. But I just think there's so many people that just are very gullible out there, unfortunately. And then you got these, well, we can talk about the other people, but I, I if it sounds that easy to make $3 million, what do you say? $3.7 million. It's like, oh, if we just multiply the profit, like, you, just multiply the number, you can be a millionaire. And that's it's like, how you make the- money. It's just pull out a calculator and here's how you do it. Divide it by how much money you want to make. Yeah. It's um, what's annoying about it is I I understand the pain point that people have of wanting to make more money, Mm -hmm. but it's the age old problem of trying to take shortcuts and trying to get rich quick. What I love about the printful idea is it is true that if you sold designs and you sold that many, you'd make that much money. That is true. That is factual. But do you know the, the the problem with that is you need to be a good enough designer that can sell 38,000 shirts, okay? Right. Like, you're not just going to show up on a TikTok and go design <laughs> something that 38,000 people want to buy. So it it's just trying to take shortcuts and, you know, you'll waste seven yeah. hours of your life when you could be, you know, actually doing something like is, you know, gaining a new skill or getting you ahead. So I don't know. I don't feel a whole lot of sympathy for people who, who like fall for these kinds of things because it's technically true, but they are just, they're not being realistic about what their actual skills are and their passions are and what they should be spending their time doing. I mean, I think I, I, I have a considerable amount of sympathy for people that are in the situations where they get to the point where they will be like, Mm -hmm. all right, I am going to move forward with this because when you do have some, uh, you know, some expense comes up, you can't make rent, you can't make your mortgage payment, whatever it is, you are like, oh my gosh, I feel like the world is going to crumble underneath me. I feel the weight of everything on me. I need an immediate release from that. And so you're in like, I think it's a fight or flight type feeling that you have. You Your brain goes to what's going to be the easiest option, not what is going to be the most logical option. And so I think it's like a biological, whatever physiological reaction to stress in those scenarios. And I have sympathy for that. However, you know, I think it would be, if, if you could in those situations kind of pause and like, is this too good to be true? I mean, 
I it says it's so easy a five year old can do it. Well, then there'd be all these like rich five year olds like wandering around and they don't have their own money. Yeah. You know, like this isn't true. And I, I don't I think, know. I think I, of it is though. It's the the phrase "get rich quick" has been in existence for yeah, we know that hundreds of years. So we mm-hmm. we know that that is something that people fall for. The thing that gives me less sympathy in this situation is where are like this advice that you just showed us, where is it being found on TikTok? So what you're scrolling right. through TikTok and someone gives you a great idea of how you can make $30,000. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I get it if you're desperate. I mean, and that's where you, you know, the, the thing that I have sympathy for are, are people who end up on sort of these, you know, Amazon Turk type things where they really are doing work for very little money. And that's, that's honestly kind of ad- that's more admirable or that's more understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there are better things they could be doing with their time uh, if they need to make that money. But at least yeah. they're actually doing a task. This trying to like take the shortcut to right. think you're going to become a wealthy person. It's 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 a little bit even more well, than gullible. It's, it's a the little, same to me. It's the same thing. Like the people that buy lottery tickets really believing that it's going to like make the, I, I think, I think that there's a lot that goes into this and it's probably a deeper conversation, but like, I think the way that you grow up and where you yeah. grow up and your family situation and parenting and education, like I think all that stuff plays into plays a pretty large role. Cause you can just tell when we get certain emails from people that are, that would fall for this stuff. It's like, nobody's ever taught them that mm-hmm. that's not a, a way to make money. Like, you know, like I, I don't think the three of us would fall for that kind of stuff because of the way that, you know, our surroundings and I don't know, all that stuff. So it's like, I do feel for people that just don't have the resources or like the structure to like realize like, this is a bad idea. That's the same people to get scammed, you know, and like Mm -hmm. they, they, you know, really fall into a lot of traps. I think it's worse. The the weird thing about the content side of this is like this stuff it's, I've noticed like on TikTok and maybe even just reels in general, um, or like short form video, there are so many affiliate marketers that have popped up all of a sudden. And it's because it's the wild, wild West and people can say whatever they want. Like we, on our site, we can't do that. Like we have to actually have disclosures at the top of the page. We make money from these links. Like, like the FTC has actually looked at blogs and because it's an older form of content, uh, this stuff, it's just so it hasn't been regulated at all. So you get all these people that can just say here, you can get rich and make $3.7 million. And they don't have to disclose that they're working with this company and trying to push yeah. you through their affiliate link to make money. Like they don't have to do that. And so I think that's the problem. You just get these like people that don't have any morals that are just trying to make some money off of affiliate commissions. One of the jobs that they talked about the, like the talk speak to text writing job, like some of these yeah. things too, I think it just, it, it aggravates, like, on the consumer side, like, do you really believe this is possible? But then, like, does this guy really believe? Like, has he actually used the Google talk to text? No. And then, like, you have to say period when you want a period in there. You have to say, like, you you can't just speak. It would just be this mess. And then thinking that Grammarly is going to solve it all, like, that angers me. <laughs> and then at least he said the last hour on Grammarly. He wasn't, like, five minutes on Grammarly. Like, he was a little bit right. more realistic in terms of, like, it's going to take an hour <laughs> minimum. Um, it just – it's so ridiculous. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's tough because, like, the internet marketing world is riddled with, like, this – these people that do mm-hmm. this stuff. It's really frustrating because it makes it really hard, 
makes it hard to like when you're a legitimate company to you have to wade through that stuff because of all the I feel like the damage that these people do to just consumer trust and like right. the fact that the the fact that somebody could sit there and call the call the company the wrong name not disclose <laughs> that they have an affiliate relationship <laughs> with them and just pretend like you can just print free money like that's yeah. not how anything works you don't become wealthy like that. Um, and they, and they know that I think that it's just, there's a desperation for becoming like famous, like famous on TikTok or, uh, you know, like really getting traction. So I think people will just say whatever they want well, it's also to try to moving get on, traction. Like moving on to the people who create these things. Yeah. This is their hustle. Like, and they literally, like the guy was literally called whatever the hustler, like this hustle culture and the hustle influencers they're not doing the printful stuff, obviously, and mm -hmm. it's probably not a good idea for anybody to do it, but they're certainly not doing it because what they're doing is collecting these lists and then going on little podcasts and spouting this stuff and, and getting their clout from that. That to me is like especially just nasty. Um, and it's also kind of, I mean, I mean, like it'd be like us saying, oh, there's an easy way to make money. Start a blog, get affiliates, get a lot of traffic to your website. Like it's just easy. Look how easy it is. It's like, no, you just said how it happens, but it takes skill and time and effort and, and a lot of people and resources. And so it's, it's, it's really pretty icky, actually, um, the whole I entire hustler influencer side of it. It feels yeah. like it would ultimately be, I mean, this is my hope, is that it would be damaging to you as a brand. Like if we were to start producing content like that, that's like, hey, become a proofreader and make $20,000 a month in two weeks or like $20,000 a month in two weeks. Um, anyway. <laughs> you need to proofread yeah. that sentence. <laughs> that would be incorrect if somebody said that to you. That would automatically be a red flag. But you know what I'm saying? Like that seems like that would just be damaging to you as a brand or a company to just give these outrageous claims. And because, you know, one of you said something about the trust. How do you build trust with people? And what is your ultimate goal with, like, I think for us, it's been like building a relationship with our readers and our audience. I think these people, these guys that we just watch, they're not trying to build a relationship. They're just like, please click on something so I can get money. Right. And they just right have now. formulations of, a, you know, here's a list of ways that you could potentially put something together to make money. And then maybe one or two people have made that amount of money on it. Right. I mean, obviously there's a huge distinction between what we do. Like in our courses, for example, we are telling people like, there's a way out. There's a way to make more money. You can gain new skills, but we're teaching them the skills. We're coaching them into yeah. how they can actually apply the skills. We're helping them get their first clients. Yeah. So, and realistic yeah, about the time that it takes right. to do something. Yeah. You know, and that all just, I mean, it just keeps coming back to they're trying to tell you you can get rich quick and people are wanting to believe they can get rich quick. And realistically, you can't get rich quick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's just, you can, it's, it's easy to make money. You just have to work harder than everybody else. <laughs> like it's in the online <laughs> space. Like that's, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, cause all, a lot of people fall for this stuff and then they try it and then they give up after two, you know, two days mm -hmm. or whatever. Like there, there probably is, I mean, he was talking about freelance writing. Like you can legitimately make a good, you know, good yes. living freelance writing. He just, they just, I don't know. It's like you have people trying to get rich by trying to teach other people how to get rich and nobody's actually gotten rich. <laughs> like so they, you get like the blind leading the blind. But what I have seen, I've been doing this, I think, for eight years now. These people come and go so fast. Like, mm -hmm. you just see these people just 
disappear into oblivion because you can't build a business that way. Like that's not a real, you can burn through a lot of people and you can, I don't know, but it, it runs out. It's a Ponzi scheme kind of thing sometimes. And a lot of these people just don't have any actual success at all. They just are pretending that they do. They're, That's they're 18 year olds who are copying other people they've seen on TikTok. So yeah. So yep. I, just, uh, I think that's one thing that trash. like is interesting. Like the, like the first video that we watched too, like the quality looked decent. You know, he's got like a he, better background than Michael's bedroom. Um, yeah. Maybe <laughs> this what? is a great back room today. Dang. Shots <laughs> fired man down. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> very backlit today. No, you're you look lovely, Michael. The no, I really sun don't, hitting your, your your no, shoulders, you, your seer yeah, sucker. Healthy and you know vibrant. Vibrant. <laughs> <laughs> and we are a vibrant media company, so that's good. <laughs> that's important. But no, the the first guy, like the video quality looked, you know, pretty looked okay. Like it's not I uh, you know, wouldn't be a style that I would wanna do, but it looked decent. And so like I think People are like, oh, well, I trust this guy because he's – this seems like he knows what he's talking about because the video quality looks good. And it's like, well, you could pay somebody $15 on Fiverr probably to do something, yeah. put that together. You know, I don't like the much. I don't like the fake podcast thing. Like there's some people that – I've seen a guy that does um, – he's in the fitness space, but he did, he does a background like the curtain behind Joe Rogan's uh, – Odd or uh, guests, and he pretend he's like pretending like he's on the Joe Rogan podcast talking, and it's just like it's such a dumb like. Somebody's like, that oh, was actually pretty idea. clever. We might we yeah. might use that one. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, if you're doing it and it's like clearly a, a joke or something, but it, like if you're trying to do it to like get clout, like it's just that stuff is so dumb. It's easier. This is what I've never understood. It's easier to build a real business than it is to like build these like scammy crap businesses and like just try to make that work like it's just easier to just be a yeah, legitimate you're like, person you're like you're like spinning imaginary plates and it's just all a mirage it's it's really yeah, it's like it is easier just to go and build an agency and actually deliver some <laughs> yeah. kind of product well yeah. and going back to the question at the beginning about like did you lie to your parents in high school like you know i said i did lie to my parents occasionally in high school and it's like harder to then keep up with the lies than just to have been honest to begin with and i feel like that's the same that applies here as well. Like just build it, yeah. build a real business that does things, then try to change your fake imaginary money printer business into something that yeah. is valuable over time. What does drive me nuts is that these people come and go, but sometimes they actually make it like Ty Lopez is a really good example of this. I don't know if you've seen his stuff when he started out, it was like all that, like it was just, mm -hmm. I think he was, pretty well the first i mean that he he, he got was in yeah that weird space where you couldn't tell if he was real or not he just talks circles and like just he would just sell garbage to people and then now he's actually bought like legitimate companies and like i think he made enough money hustling people that he was able to spin that into a real business which i hate that but yeah i, I feel like karma i mean eventually karma gets you you know it has to Mm -hmm. Maybe it doesn't sometimes. It's a, do you think know. these people like when they after they finish record and recording and sharing, do they feel good about themselves when they go to bed? Probably. I think it's easy to convince yourself anything's a good okay. idea. <laughs> like I think, I think that they probably just like yeah, I'm, I'm really helping people here. Like yeah, I don't know. Okay. I, I just I don't know. I think people they're would excited lie about to a vacation that they're going to go on or something. You know, like they're they've made money. <sighs> That's Maybe I don't know. It's either that or they're like deeply unhappy. <laughs> like I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's either they they've lied to themselves or they're just really really sad. 
I'm really interested in Michael, what Michael has going Michael, on. Michael, yeah, I was going to say, Michael's making a okay. bunch of faces here. Okay. <laughs> oh, that kid's mad. No, he's There's an it. invisible force field between him and his dad, so I uh, can't understand why he's upset. All right, so questionable decision. I mean, yes, absolutely all around. Yeah, no, yeah I think on both sides. Not a whole lot of redeemable here. Mm-hmm. I do have I have a little more sympathy than than Michael, and maybe a little bit more sympathy than Bobby, or maybe we're on the same page sympathy wise for the consumer. Mm. Yeah, and what it comes but, down to is, I mean, sure, if someone fell into it, okay, you you always always have sympathy for that, and it's not like we have some huge audience listening to us. But the one thing that would be my takeaway is don't think there's some shortcut. You have to no. apply yourself. You have to apply your skills. You have to gain new skills. You have to work hard period. And there may be three or four, there may be a couple people who can fake it until they make it. But like, is that really the route you want to take? Why not Mm -hmm. just work? Why not just grind it out and build something? Yeah. Bobby, how long did it take you to make money blogging? Blogging? Oh, a long time. I was making money with digital marketing before that, but the blog didn't start making money until God, maybe a year into it. And that was like yeah. really working on it. And like I had quit my teaching job and I was like hustling a lot. Working a full-time a time. job that you were not being paid for. And, you know, it's often talked about as yeah. like, a, or I think more, it was more so years ago, but talked about as a, here's an easy way to make money fast. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of those things. It's like what Michael said. It's like, do you really want to, like, you do you really want to build your business or try to build a business by just like scamming people? It feels really mm-hmm. like it's very fulfilling now. Like I worked so hard and then now it's like, I'm able to actually have employees and like, we're building a, a really, really cool business. And um, like, that's very fulfilling, but it, it's super hard in the beginning. But man, if you just like try to scam people quickly for money, like ugh, mm-hmm. it's just a, I don't know. I can't feel good. Well, I'm glad we're all on the same page about this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, internet marketers suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't, don't know. The, the internet's littered with this stuff. So, if somebody doesn't disclose, if somebody calls the product the wrong name, that's a red flag. And if they don't <laughs> yeah. disclose that, that they're pathetic. working with them, yeah, that's that's a red flag too. Just ugh. it yeah. sounds too good to be true. Don't follow yeah. people's. Everything you see online is actually more difficult than it really is. I think that's they say one. get rich. If they throw those yeah. words out, if they say a five year old could do quick, this. Yeah, those are an eleven-year-old yeah, could do yeah. this. Well, you know what a five-year-old could do? Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yep. <laughs> we thank you for listening today. Uh, we will be back next week with another episode. If you want to text us, ask us a question, tell us what you think. There's a number in the description. Sign up for our email list, and we'll be back next week with another episode. I want you to text us the worst lie that you ever told your parents. Oh man! Yeah, that's what I want. So get on it, guys. All right. Get on it, guys. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.